Hello and welcome to Say a Little Prayer Nigeria. My name is Sharon Tanko and I am your host. Now, God is the same yesterday, today and forever. He has never changed and he will never change. He has loved you even from before he conceived you. And he proved that by giving you unlimited access to him. But do you know how to love him back? He gave us the answer eons before Jesus ever set foot on this planet. And in a sentence, it is obedience to love by faith. You see, faith pleases God and obedience proves your love. Now, in this journey through the book of Proverbs, we break down the instruction and we learn what true love should look like. Now, it may not be easy, but I guarantee you that it will be worth it. Listen and be blessed. As an introduction to the new season, this episode will be brief and concise. So, last season was more like a question and answer session where you threw your questions and I prayed about it and by the grace of God, he gave me utterance. So, thank God for his good news. This season, I'm going to do something else. Well, it's not really different, it's just the approach. Um... I mean, I'll still answer the questions, but I'll do it differently. As I said last, uh, the last episode of the previous season, most questions I gathered were um, concerning Christian living, seeking advice, counsel, um, you know, not sure what to do or how to go or how to obey, you know, things like that. Lots of questions like that, you know, similar but not the same. And... There is only so many questions that I can attempt to in 12 episodes. So I prayed about it and God said, Proverbs, you know, as I said before, I was more inclined towards the New Testament, especially Ephesians and Romans. But sweet Jesus said Proverbs. So uh, here I am. Um, I trust him. And I believe that this is the way he wants me to answer these questions about Christian living and um tight spots. I won't specify the questions per se, but by the grace of God, through this book, we will learn more about God, and in doing so, we will learn more about our born-again selves. Um, just so you know, just because the gift of salvation came after the death and resurrection of Jesus does not nullify the Old Testament and everything prior to. He still the same God from then. The only difference is that now, thanks to salvation, we can see and acknowledge God for who he really is. You know, our Father. Not just Master, not just Lord, but our Father. The perception is different. The Master-Seven relationship is vastly different from the Father-Son relationship. So God is still the same God. He still spoke to them of old. They are still his words or they are inspired by his words, his promises, his counsel. But now we know something that they didn't or they couldn't fully grasp. We know that we are his children. So this season, we will learn what that means, what it entails. Because we are different from who we were before we found Christ. And we have to learn to accept that. And to let go of the past. To stop thinking the way we did before we met him. Before 
we found him. Because his modus operandi, his mode of operation is different. Um, don't, don't get it twisted. God doesn't necessarily always defy logic. I mean, he invented logic. It's just that sometimes his logic surpasses the average man's. And, you know, other times it just doesn't seem logical. But he knows what he's doing. Um, that step that he asked you to take that seems irrational or illogical, you may not see the result of it for years. 20 years, 30 years, your lifetime, in fact. But your kids, your lineage, they may be the ones who benefit from this illogical move that he asked you to make. Um, Joel Austin, for example, he ripped the harvest of a, of a strange seed that his father sowed. You know, he sowed it, he, he, he ripped it long after his father died. Um, so just because there was no instant gratification does not mean that the move or the action or the step was logical now coming into this season you have to understand that first and foremost your flesh may not always agree with what god says but you have to follow through and obey him regardless remember that your flesh is merely a housing unit for your spirit it is not supposed to call the shots it is not supposed to make the decisions besides the move may actually help you in the instance you know the logical move you feel that god expects from you may actually be your own salvation uh, from some form of bondage that you may not be aware of um i'll give you an example and i'll end it there when i was 15 my mom gave me my first real jewelry it was a golden necklace. Uh, she had it for so many years that it was practically as old as uh, her marriage to my dad was. And it was gold. So, of course, it still looked new. I loved it. I, I, <laughs> I swiped a, a small jewelry box from her room. It was white with navy do polka dots. I'll never forget. And I kept the golden necklace, like, uh, reverently on the foam in the small box. Um, nobody was allowed to touch it. I'd freak out if my sister so much had looked at it because, um, you know, it was mine. I'm very territorial and this one, this one was mine. I wore it only on Sundays. You know, I take it off immediately and place it back in the box. It was the only valuable item that I had. Then, <laughs> one day, God asked me to sew it. As a seed, I laughed because you know it was funny the only valuable item I had and I should tell it as a seed it was funny I thought he was joking then 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 on Sunday during service you know I I have said this many times that God always confirmed his words to me usually during service or so so on Sunday he asked me again I said no next Sunday he asked me again I said no you know it wasn't fair it was it was all I had. That was what I was thinking. It was all I had and he wanted it. And I refused. You know, he asked me, <laughs> he asked me if it was more important than him. And I couldn't say that it was. <laughs> After he asked me that question, I dragged my feet for a week, knowing that if he asked me again, 
I would have to give it to him. I knew I would have to give it because nothing could be more important than him. I was doing my A-levels at that time and I knew that I was going to give it immediately he asked again. So I started wearing it to school. The first time ever I wore it outside of a Sunday, the Sunday rule. <laughs> you know, I had initially stopped wearing it to church because I was pretty sure he was going to ask me again on Sunday to give it and I didn't want to. Uh, but, you know, that Sunday, when he asked me, again, the last time, I couldn't say no. So, so when we got back from church, it was just me and my dad. Anyways, when we got back, I held my little box in my hand, and I cried. I cried till I got a headache. I mean, it hurt so bad, and I didn't want to do it. But I did. I pulled the necklace out and I went to my dad. You know, for those of you who don't know, my dad is a pastor. He's the founder and the, you know, GEO of Active Faith Ministries. And he's been a minister since he was 15. He's been my pastor since forever. <laughs> yes, uh, a church baby. But I'm grateful and I'm excited and I'm, I'm glad that I'm a church baby. I mean, I think I came to church the week after I was born. <laughs> uh, you know. God is really special and so am I anyways I take the necklace and I, I go to meet my dad he's texting I'm watching a tennis match or something I was supposed to watch with him too but I was in too much pain <laughs> I was man I was trying not to cry I was sniffling really badly I was like it was hard but then I told him that God said that I should sew the necklace as a seed. And he takes it and we pray and I'm like really struggling not to cry. But then we say amen and, and then he gives it back to me. And I was so confused. And he was like, God has seen your seed. Take it. I was dazed. I went back into my room and... You know, I just, I stared at the necklace, I felt nothing, no relief, no joy, nothing. You know, of course, that was, that was kind of when I noticed it, you know, that the necklace had me by, by, I would say balls, but <laughs> I would say, the necklace had me by my throat, and I didn't even know it. You know, I, I, I looked at it and it just became another jewelry. You know, I, I dropped it on my bed. I went to go and watch a tennis match that I should have been watching since. You know, and honestly, that was the last time I have ever had that crazed urge to hold on to anything. I mean, honestly, I still have the necklace. It's, it's somewhere in my wardrobe right now. I still have it. It's in my room. I keep misplacing it and then finding it at awkward times, misplacing it and finding it at awkward times. I, I forget about it for an entire year, then I suddenly remember, oh, wait, I have that gold necklace. <laughs> Honestly, since then, I've, I've never had an item that I couldn't let go of, that I couldn't part with. Be it shoes, jewelry, clothes. I got badass jewelries and, and shoes and clothes. 
heels I couldn't walk in but you know uh, I had to learn you know because they, they were gorgeous <laughs> but I wasn't and I am not beholden to any of them you see his insistence God's insistence back then that I gave him that gold necklace it, it seemed illogical my only real jewelry my first actual necklace, my most prized possession, it looked like the one that she wore on her wedding day or something, you know, my mom. So in my mind, it was like an heirloom. And he wanted me to give it away. And I, it didn't make, it didn't make no damn sense. I was confused. I thought, like, he gave me and now he's saying I should give it back to him. And I was so, it didn't make sense to me. But. It didn't make sense to me until I released it. That was when I noticed that it had me in a chokehold and, and God was trying to set me free. So, yes, it may not make sense to you from the rational point of view, but open your heart to the Spirit of God because He knows what He's doing and you've got to show Him reverence. You know, that's the very first step in gaining wisdom. Now, I'm not doing a read-through with you. You read the book of Proverbs and we talk about it. It's 31 chapters of wise advice. It's a lot to walk through in 12 episodes, but I'm confident that we can do it by the grace of God. By the end of this, though, I'm sure that you would have gotten a clearer understanding of who God is, um, of who you are, and what is expected of you. Because there is something that God expects of you, just like there is something that you expect of God. So, a deal is a deal. So, I'm just going to end it here. Let us say a little prayer. Our Heavenly Father, thank you for bringing me back here again. Father, I appreciate all you've done for me. This time, Lord, I'm going to learn to be the person you desire me to be. The person you made me to be. Help me study your word so that I am prepared for your revelation. Walk me through this fire so that I come out at the other end, a refined testament to your good mercies. In Jesus' name, amen. So thank you, Derry, so much for tuning in this Tuesday. Next week, we'll take on Proverbs 1 and 2, and by God's grace, you'll get the wisdom to confront your situation. So, until next Tuesday, stay blessed, and goodbye. My name is Sharon Tanko, and I hope you were blessed by this sermon, and that it opened your heart to new knowledge from our Father. For those of you who haven't taken that vital step in accepting Christ as your Lord and personal Savior, but would like to do so now, please say this prayer with me. Dear Lord, I know that you went to the cross and died for me. I know that on the third day you rose. I know you did this because you love me. You showed me a deeper love. A love that goes beyond dying and into overcoming death 
And now, knowing this, I accept you as my personal Lord and Savior. Come into my life today, sweet Lord, so that I may be one with the Father. I thank you for your mercy. I thank you for your forgiveness. And I thank you for this great love. In the mighty name of Jesus, I pray. Amen. If you just said that prayer with me, thank you and welcome to the kingdom of God. My brother, my sister, God will have his way with you. Now, if you would like to reach out to me, feel free to do so at Say A Little Prayer Nigeria. That is Say A Little Prayer NG, both on Instagram and on Facebook. I would love to share and pray with you. If you want to learn more beyond the podcast, you can visit my pastor, Reverend Delis Ntanko, both on Facebook and on YouTube. His, his preaching is easy to follow and it's easier still to grasp and have a deeper, more precise understanding of our Heavenly Father. If this podcast has inspired you and you feel the need to sow a seed into it, you can give an offering at 0140-323659. That is 0140-323659, Guaranteed Trust Bank. Or you can give at 151-1321-721. That is 151-131721 at Access Bank. God bless you as you give. God bless you as you give. Now, don't forget to say a little prayer for you and your loved ones. Thank you and stay blessed.